Potter and the Sorcerer of Stones by J.K. Rowling. Chapter 1 The Boy Who Lived. Mrs. and Mr. Dursley of Number 4 Private Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dursley was the director of a firm called Grunny, which made drills. He was a big, beefy man with hardly any neck, although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dursley was thin and blonde and had nearly twice the usual amount of neck, which came in very useful as she spent so much of her time craning over garden fences and spying on the neighbors the Dursleys had a small son called Julie, and in their opinion, there was no finer boy anywhere. The Dursleys had everything they wanted, but they also had a secret. And their greatest fear was that somebody would discover it. didn't think they could bear if anyone found out about the Potters. Mrs. Potter was Mrs. Dursley's sister, but they hadn't met for several years. In fact, Mrs. Dursley pretended that she didn't even have a sister because her sister and her good-for-nothing no- husband were as undursleyish as it was possible to be. The Dursleys shuddered to think what the neighbors would say if the Potters arrived in the street. The Dursleys knew the Potters had a small son, too, but they had never even seen him. This boy was another good reason for keeping the Potters away. They didn't want Doodly mixing with a child like that. When Mr. and Mrs. Dursley woke up on a dull gray Tuesday, our story starts. There was nothing about the cloudy sky outside to suggest that strange and mysterious thing would soon happen all over the country. Mrs. Durs- Mr. Dursley hummed as he picked out his most boring tie for work. <laughs> and Mrs. Dursley gossiped away happily as she wrestled, wrestled a screaming doodly into his high chair. None of them noticed a large tawny owl flutter past the window. At half past noon, Mrs. Dursley picked up his briefcase, pecked Mrs. Dursley on the cheek, and tried to kiss Doodley, 
goodbye, but missed because Doodly was now having a tantrum and throwing his cereal on the walls. Little tight, chuckled Mr. Dursley as he left his cereal and the house. He got into his car and backed out of the number four's drive. It was at the corner of the street that he noticed the first sign of something particular, a cat reading a map. For a second, Mr. Dursley didn't realize what he had seen. Then he, then he jerked his head around to look again. There was a tabby cat standing at, on the corner of private drive, but there was nothing. There wasn't a map sight in sight. What could he have been thinking of? I must have been a trick of delight. Mr. Dursley blinked and started at stared at the cat. It stared back as Mrs. Mr. Dursley drove around the corner and up the road. He watched the cat in his mirror. It was now reading the sign that said private drive. No looking at the sign. Cats shouldn't read maps or signs. Mrs. Dursley gave himself a little shake and put the cat out of his mind. As he drove toward the, he thought, of nothing except a large order of drills he was hoping to get the next day but on the edge of town drills were driven out of his mind by something else as he sat in the usual morning traffic jam he couldn't help noticing that there seemed to be a lot of strangely dressed people people in cloaks mr dursley couldn't bear people who dressed in funny clothes. With the get-ups you saw on people, young people, he supposed this was some stupid new fashion. He drummed his fingers on the steering wheel, and his eyes fell on a huddle of these weirdos standing quite close. They were whispering excitedly together. Mrs. Durs- Mr. Dursley was enraged to see that a couple of them weren't young at all. Why the man that man had to be older than he was and wearing an emerald green cloak. The nerve of him. But then I struck. Mr. Dursley thought his was probably some silly stunt. These people were obviously collecting for something. Yes, that would be it. The traffic moved. A few minutes later, Mr. Dursley arrived in the Grunnings parking lot. His mind back on drills. Mr. Dursley always sat with his back to the window in his office on the ninth floor. He, if he hadn't, he might have found it harder to concentrate on drills that morning. He didn't see the owls swooping.
Thank you for reading the two pages. I mean, the three pages that we were uh, um, we read. Um, I'm sorry that our uh, that our reader had to leave our British one, so I had to start reading. But um, I hope you enjoyed the three pages. Come back for the next three pages, and um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Bye.